Well, hey there. Welcome to the People Gardener podcast. I'm Rhonda Delaney, your host, also known as the People Gardener. Thrilled to put this podcast together to help small business owners, new business owners, frustrated business owners, and aspiring leaders, whether they're inside business or outside. Each week, we bring you some actionable steps so that you can actually improve your skill as a leader. That's what we're about. We're here to help you become a better leader by giving you access to lots of different perspectives. The guests are varied. We're thrilled to have them. Get out your pen, get out your paper, and be ready to learn. Every single episode, you're going to be able to take something away that you can implement. Are you ready? Let's get to work. Delighted that you're joining us today. We're going to talk about tending your people garden. And many of you know that I am an avid gardener. And one of the things with gardening that you learn very, very early on is that you do have to tend it. You don't just get to buy plants and stick them in the ground and hope that they survive. You do have to tend them. You know, and I got thinking this morning before I started recording, the plant selection process, when you're heading to the nursery and you're looking at plants, you're looking at the plants. It's kind of like the hiring process. You know, you're making a selection based on the potential of the plant, but also plants that can do well in the soil that you have prepared or the area of the garden that you intend to plant them in. Making sure that you understand exactly how you need to tend to each plant. The reality of tending, it's made up of four different part. We have effort, we have thought, we have love, and we have presence. So I'm going to break down what that actually means in the context of a human being. I know what it means as far as a plant is concerned in order for your garden, your plant garden to thrive. And let's move it into the people realm so that you actually have a people garden that is absolutely spectacular. So first up is effort. This is the conscious exertion, the total work done to achieve a particular end. And your goal as a people gardener, your goal as a leader is to have a specific end for each person. And that is that they would grow and that they would thrive. So it doesn't matter whether you're working from a blank slate or tackling something that's wild and overgrown. You have to put forth the effort to create an appealing and edifying spot. So you may have somebody with very minimal experience that is now in your people garden, or you might have somebody with a lot of experience and there may be things that they have to unlearn (laughs) Uh, and that's all part of the leadership role that you have taken on. There's going to be days 
that you feel like you're working with a ball and chain attached to you. And then there's other days where things are easy and flowing. The effort needs to be there. You need to show up every day and give your energy to these people. That means doing the hard stuff when you don't feel like it. So you're focusing your energy on fulfilling the vision that you have created. And the reality is when you're dealing with plant gardens and or people gardens, patience is a huge part because it takes time. It takes time for plants to mature and grow and show their stuff. And the same thing is with people. Don't expect uh, growth and change to happen overnight. It's weeks and weeks and years and years. So be patient. You do need to put forth the effort. You need to show up. The second is thought. Okay. And that's the individual product of thinking. It's a singular thing. It's a developed intention or plan. Your, your people garden, it's not going to create itself. It's not going to water. It's not going to fertilize. It's not going to prune. It's not going to transplant itself. This is something that you have to plan for. You need to be thinking what each person needs and then bring that effort back into it and execute you need to be thinking about, you know, what they need to become vibrant and happy. How can they grow and develop to become more knowledgeable in the place they're at? And it's the other part of it is you as the, the leader becoming more knowledgeable and becoming more effective and understanding and learning and, grow, and growing alongside of them. Love. That's the number three. It's the warm attachment. It's the unselfish, loyal, and benevolent concern for the good of others. You know, for years, this beautiful, warm emotion's been maligned in the workplace as something weak and out of place. It's not appropriate. That's for outside the building, not inside the building. And I contend that we need more love and connection in the workplace to create an environment where people flourish and they produce spectacularly. So opening your heart and sharing it with each person, just stand back and watch them transform before your eyes. You know, in, the, in the garden, there are plants that are called perennials and they live in the soil year round. And there's times where they go dormant and times where they wake up and they present their brilliance once again. What triggers that is the warmth in the soil. It's the warmth that causes the change. It's the warmth that helps your people in your department that you lead to grow. That's what gives them courage. It gives them confidence. 
it gives them the understanding that, hey, you belong here. I care about you and I want you to succeed. That's what love does. And don't be shy about showing your love, expressing your love for your fellow man. Because I tell you, we all need to feel loved and we all need to express love uh, towards each other a lot more frequently. And then the fourth one is presence. It's the condition of being present. A noteworthy quality of poise and effectiveness. Presence these days is a little bit more challenging than when everybody was, you know, in the building and you could actually just get up from your desk and you could wander around. I call it the the walkabout. It was something that I religiously did multiple times a day is the walkabout. What that did is it, it let my team know that, hey, I'm here. I'm available. I want to fix roadblocks. I want to help you. I'm, my ears are open. My eyes are open. So, you know, please talk to me, share with me. The other thing that it did is it gave me the opportunity to feel the room, to really understand the pulse and what was going on. Now, in our time right now, when so many people working remotely, it's a bit more difficult to do, but you absolutely can do it by, you know, getting on those Zoom calls or Skypes or however you do your video conferencing. You have to make a much more concerted effort to be getting in and, you know, doing those touch point things. It's hard to get a one of sense, unless you have everybody on the call and you're able to watch and see their body language, hear the expression in their voice, figuring out exactly how, how people are feeling. You want to be accessible. You want people to be able to know she's there. I know that she's there. I can feel her there. I can feel her support. I can feel that there is this care and this concern for me, for my life, for my job, and for my happiness. Making sure that they understand and they internalize that they are seen, that they are heard, and that you appreciate their input. That's it's all part of tending this phenomenal group of people that you lead. You can't just hire someone, plug them in and expect them to thrive. They need to be cared for. They need to be tended. Their needs need to be tended. You, you as a leader have the beautiful opportunity of ensuring that your team of people's needs are being met and each person is unique. You don't get to kind of just do a blanket, you know, I'm going to water everybody the same because you're going to drown some and it's going to be a drought for others. You know, if you just arbitrarily decide 
you know, okay, well, I'm going to water everybody the same. Tending is really, really important. And it's something that needs to be done every, every day. So hopefully this gives you some ideas on maybe what you could do and, and look at how you lead in a little bit different way that will bring about the results of happy, engaged individuals and you produce this spectacular people garden. That's it for this week. We'll chat with you again next week. Well now, wasn't that informative? Thanks so much for listening to the People Gardener podcast. Please feel free to follow me on Instagram at the People Gardener and also on LinkedIn. It's Rhonda Delaney on LinkedIn. If you haven't already downloaded my 25 ways to be interested, the core foundational element of leadership, go to rondadelaney.com forward slash workbook. It's a workbook and a challenge. Thanks so much again for listening. We'll see you again next week.